This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora and welcome to Garden of Sound, brought to you by The Nephilist. Happy New Zealand Music Month. I'm Ian Turner and my guests this week are Ethan and Tama from Black Wired. But first, if you enjoy today's show, I'd love for you to subscribe. Head to gardenofsound.nz and right there on the front page are a host of subscription links to your favourite podcast providers. And over on the podcast page, you'll find over 160 Gardener Sound shows from the past four years, celebrating the music of Canterbury and further afield. Today's guests are from Christchurch, who I first heard in 2018 at the Canterbury Rockquest Heats. All I can remember is a little guy coming out with a massive guitar and then just blowing everyone away. Well, we're four years on and the lineup's changed a little to incorporate a full-time lead singer, but Black Wired are still blowing audiences away with their rock, pop, jazz performances at local pubs. And even though they have the support of music teachers and their parents, just how far can they go? This is the Garden of Sound interview with Black Wired. And a very good afternoon to two members of Black Wired. I've got Tama and Ethan. Um, normally a five-piece. Who are we missing today? Well, uh, we're missing uh, our drummer, which is Hayden, also Ethan's brother here, uh-huh. and uh, Chantel, who's our singer and Sam, who would usually be our rhythm guitarist, but we're kind of alternating at the moment. Okay. Sadly, he's broken his wrist. Ah, not good for a <laughs> No, guitarist. definitely not, no. I guess the, the big thing here for me is um, I first heard you in 2018, which is about a million years ago, uh, <laughs> in terms of percentage life, when, Ethan, you, you've just told me uh, before the show, uh, you've just started high school. How, yeah. how have you found it? Well, it's been pretty all right, but we've... Had a lot of practices recently and a lot of gigs to improve our playing yeah. over the past months. It's, it's amazing, though, because you were pretty good, um, you know, back four years ago. I was, I was absolutely blown away by the show. I'm going to kick off with you, Tama. Yeah. Um, do you have a first musical memory? The first one I actually remember is um, we, were like, we were living in Australia at the time, but we'd come over to New Zealand and we went to go see Crowded House. Uh-huh. February 9th, 2011, mm-hmm. over at one of the wineries. Yeah. It was really cool. This was like the first concert I actually remembered going to, and it was real fun. Yeah. So we were like all on the grass yeah, listening yeah. to Crowded House. Okay. Have you got a favorite Crowded House track? Oh, Four Seasons in One Day. That's yes. such a good one. Anything in particular about the song? Why, why do you think it's so good? I just like how it kind of like, it's about New Zealand and it kind of mm. like sums it up. And like, even though I, w- I wasn't born here, it's like, I kind of like understand it kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Or it kind of speaks to me. Yep. No, I can get that. Um, what part of Aussie uh, were you? I wasn't born in Australia. We were just living there at the time, but I was living in Tasmania. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And well, they've got some beautiful, um, beautiful countryside mm, as well. They do. Yeah. Um, uh, what about you, Ethan? Have you got a first musical memory? Um, well, my brother... Hayden, our drummer, first started playing the drums as his first musical instrument. Yeah. And that was kind of like my first memories of it because of his loud drumming every night when he practiced. That just like kind of clicked in my brain and it just started me with my musical journey and got where I am today. Mm. Um, How much older is Hayden than you? Um, 
He's about three years older. Okay, okay. Um, so when did you start? When did you pick up a guitar? I started playing guitar when I was about five. Okay. Yeah. So you'd only been playing about four years, I guess, um, in 2018 or thereabouts. Is that right? Yeah, about, about four years. And what about the singing? Where does that come from? Um, Apart from your heart and your lungs and <laughs> your soul. Well, my dad actually came from a band when mm. he was younger, so... He kind of brought me into the singing part of the stage and yeah. singing and guitar playing. And it's like really fun to do mm. actually on stage yeah, because it brings up the energy when you're playing. Talking about singing, and I went through this as a, as a singer, um, voice breaking. From the past few months, <laughs> it's uh, been kind of harder to sing all the other songs that I've yeah. been singing because my voice has been getting a bit bit lower. Yep. Yep. From before. Yeah. Is there a plan? Are you going to like re, I want to say revocalize or at least, you know, write some new melodies for those tracks? Or yeah, we um, actually have done that a few, for a few of the songs. Yeah. And we're just um, making it easier for me to sing for yeah. all of our new songs that we're making. So you didn't have Chantelle, um, as far as I remember, back in 2018. When did she join um, the fold? Chantal joined our band about a year ago. Okay, yeah. Um, and what was the reasoning for that? We just thought that the, that the five-piece would work, especially with Ethan's voice starting to drop a little bit. We just need... Because she's amazing as well. Mm. She's a really yeah. good singer. Yeah. She can, like, hit all the high notes, and it, she sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, like, an addition. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So what about uh, musical instruction for you, Tama? When did you... Um, uh, was it always bass or was no, something else? No, I started else? off with... Uh, at my old school, they did this thing where you had to play an instrument. So all the kids that didn't play instruments... So depending on how tall you were, you either played violin or cello. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I played cello for about four years. Yeah. And it, uh, I, didn't, I didn't love it. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. So then I did like saxophone for about a year. Uh-huh. And then after that, I was sitting down with my dad and he opened this booklet of tuition at our school yeah he's like they do electric bass you should do that and i'm like okay 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 then and then i liked it, and it was uh, real fun. do you pick up any similarities at all between cello and bass yeah i do the clef it's really helpful transferring those skills from it's just basically i can still read yeah from the bass clef yep. just transferring onto a new instrument yeah so and some of the strings are pretty similar the fingering's pretty similar so mm. it's like i can take those skills and transfer them um have you tried double bass I want to try double bass. I know there's uh, some double bass tuition at my school, so I'm going to mm-hmm. see if I can get some lessons. Where does your heart lie in terms of musical loves or likes? What kind of stuff oh, floats your boat? I like the really percussive kind of stuff, like the like you know, big beats and like the big hits. Very easy to understand stuff, like yep. easy to get into. Just yeah, stuff you can bop your head to. Any desire to branch off into jazz down the track? Oh, I'm doing like soul band currently, which is kind of like kind of more like modern kind of jazz stuff. So I, I do do some jazz stuff in my lessons and stuff. And my teacher's trying to push me to do more jazz stuff. Mm. So I'm definitely looking to do jazz. So what do you know about your dad's band? What has he passed on? Um, so he was the singer for it. And I'm pretty sure it was a four piece. Mm-hmm. So it was him as the singer. And he had a guitarist, a bass and a drummer in it. Mm. And I'm pretty sure they were doing something similar to us, like mm-hmm. playing gigs at bars and just having fun with it. So was it originals or covers? Um, I'm pretty sure it was both, but mainly okay. covers. Your mum 
any musical aptitude, talent, ability? She played piano for a few years, but mm. it wasn't really for her, so then she stopped. So we've got drums going on in the house. Um, you pick up a guitar. Um, what sort of uh, music are you into? What's um, you know What excites you? At the moment, I'm playing like quite a lot of genres of music, but I quite like the jazz part of it. Yeah. And like all those big hits and the rhythm that the guitar plays and all the chords that it does. Have you got any um, guitar idols? I love Jimi Hendrix slash like Led Zeppelin and stuff because okay. I just love listening to their music. Yeah. So we've got some Gibson sort of theme stuff, yeah. but then you got sort of Strat with, with Hendrix. And um, what about you um, in terms of bass idol? Oh. For me, I have two completely opposite ends of the style spectrum, but um, I love Jaco Pistorius and um, Mark King. Okay. One's a fretless bass play. Really, Jaco brought fretless into the scene. Yeah. He's like the fretless guy. And then there's Mark King, who's the slap guy. And yeah. I'd like to be somewhere in the middle, kind of incorporating both styles into my playing. I'm not familiar with Mark King. Anything that I would have uh, heard him play on? I'm or not play sure. With? You you might have heard June Tune. He played with level his band Level 42 made okay. June Tune. It's a real nice piece. Yeah. Real nice bass melody. And then he brings these chords and slap into it. Yeah. It's right. real cool.
tell me about the formation of um, of Black Wired. And I'm going to have to ask the obvious question: Is Black Wired? Where does that come from? I'm pretty sure oh, this was years ago. I can't. Re- I think it was like um, all Kiwis are wired with black because like okay. all black stuff like that. You know? Okay. Yeah, I okay. think that was the thing that yeah. we decided on. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we were like thinking of like all the sports teams, like the yeah. All Blacks and stuff. Yep. So then that's where we got the black from. Yeah. And then the wired was like all the connections that we have in <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah. Like with each other. Okay. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. So when did you guys all, all meet, or at least two brothers, you know, met at birth at least? Yeah. Um, when did you meet the um, the lambs? Oh, uh, so this is about, I think, maybe like five years ago. Okay. I just started picking up bass. And my bass teacher told me that there was these other two kids that needed a bass player. Mm. I'm like, okay, I'll try it because like I've been doing it for maybe two months at this point. Oh wow! Yeah, so I went along, and then we just started. We started off by doing these little performance evenings at our school, so we're yeah. just doing covers and stuff. Yeah. 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 What, were, what were some of those covers? We will rock you and I the tiger. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. the first one that I played with you guys was um the reason by Hoobastank. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it hadn't just been two months of of bass for you. You'd had the cello yeah i had, I had the cello the set, yeah, so, yeah so you had the musical chops um and then bringing in um the other members of the band did it all sort of happen at the at the same time at that point we had a different rhythm rhythm guitarist before we had sam come in for about mm-hmm. a year didn't we it was like yeah. a year right? but then um he couldn't make some of the rock quests okay. so like it was like availability so yep. we got this other guy in and, and sam and he's and from there it's just like taken off a bit yeah is that the big reason why you struggled to sort of hang on to that Rhythm guitarist, at least, just because, you know, they can't, can't make yeah, it. Cause yeah, because it's just, like, um, they both have a lot of stuff on. Yeah. And, of course, Sam broke his wrist yeah. just a few weeks ago. Yeah, that is that is tough. I'm going to talk about um, some of your other um, some of your other gigs, at least, and what you're doing currently. I have sort of angled around influences and people that you've sort of enjoyed. And um, the first track uh, that we're going to hear um, today is Good Times, Bad Times by Led Zeppelin. Now, this is a very popular track on the show. Lots of people enjoy it. I think what we're going to do is, because we have heard it quite a bit, I'm going to do something a little different. And we're going to listen to it and we're going to talk over it, which I guess is somewhat blasphemous in a way, um, because I just want to hear you know, what you're thinking when different stuff happens in the song. I love this fill coming up. Mm, this is such a good fill. In the days of my youth, I was telling what it means to be a man. I don't understand for me, the bass drum is kind of panned to the left. Yeah, it is. Just weird because normally you'd have that bass drum like right in the yeah you would right yeah. in the middle. I like how the bass in this part is almost soloing over top of the guitar. It's so cool. Yeah, very chaotic kind of. Such a cool solo right there. It's quite restrained from Robert Plant for me. Because yeah. normally most of his vocals are yeah. up here. Yeah, they are. But it's almost him singing in a lower register for a, a lot of the song. Yeah. Good times, bad times, and 
and they're all going for it as well. They're all doing their own, yeah, yeah. doing their own thing. The solo is just, I love it because it's just so chaotic. Yeah. Eh? It's like everyone's it's just going like, insane. So energetic. So then everyone loves it when, like, especially in concerts and yeah. performances. Like, you can play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I played this it one. Yeah. yeah. We actually played it in Banquist yeah. when we won the national yeah. award for Banquist. It's a it's such a brilliant track. Yeah. That reminds me of um, Do you know the monkey song I'm a believer? I think so. Yeah. It's just that Yeah. And that that kick. Yeah. How the hell? I mean, I'm a terrible drummer. (laughs) Just like so cool how it like all blends in and it mixes so well with each other. Yeah. And it just like makes the song so much better, even though it's like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. But it's tight. It's just. Yeah. And brilliantly produced, I think it's like 1969. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Black Wired on Plains FM 96.9. And we just checked out Good Times, Bad Times, an exceptionally um, popular song. Um, modern bands. Any modern bands that are doing it for you that sort of, you know, set I your brains and hearts on fire? I love Imagine Dragons. You know, they're mm. such a good band. They're just like, they're mu- it's like they've been around for a while now, but they're still coming out with real fresh stuff and there's kind of almost new stuff as well. It's like, I love like their song Believer. It's just like those hits and like the very percussive style of it. It's just yeah. real easy to sing along to. Yeah. It's like really, really shows you like all their talents and they're like you really utilizing all the tools they have available to make an amazing song. We're going to hear Believer um, at the end of this, this section. What other, um, what other groups are you guys covering when you're out? Well, for me, I love 660. Yeah. Um, it's just their style that just makes me like want to listen to their music even more it's just like given me so many ideas yeah with our songs and it's just um made a huge impact um in songwriting for me because they're solid they're not doing anything and i know this is you know casting no shade on 660 they're not doing anything really far out or crazy or alternative but they're selling out stadiums and they're top of the charts what about um, songwriting for you? When did that when did that start, or how does the Black Wired original stuff kind of come together? That's a that's a good question. Uh, mainly, uh, we kind of just we sit around and jam for like an hour, basically like write down the stuff we like, and mm. then like we go away. Like Hayden will record his drums, and like he'll send them to me, and I'll do a bass line for it. Yeah. Then we'll kind of like or like we'll come together with like a chord progression or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, something around that. So it just like starts off with a basic melody or track. Then we just add it over time with all of our instruments and guitars and stuff. Yeah. Chantel will write a melody over that and lyrics. Okay. So there isn't a um, there isn't sort of uh, a soul song writer in the band, somebody that will come and just, you know, put the whole thing together and go, here we go. No. Nah. Play it. Everyone's involved, eh? Yeah. We basically just make up our own parts Mm -hmm. in our song and help each other with everything yeah i am going to um uh go back in time just a little uh and we're going to listen to a little little clip uh, a little clip that i recorded way back in 2018 right here okay if anybody's got some really great merchandise 
us ideas, and then in a few years we're going to be really, 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 really rich. All right, this is Black Wyatt, everybody. Give it up. Tremendous applause. Huge applause. Do you think that's because there's this young guy with a massive guitar walking out on stage? Yeah, we had a lot of stack guys in the audience there as well. Yeah. yeah. Our song we're gonna play is Your voice has lowered. Headlights. Yeah. So I hope you like it. Headlights. Okay. Yeah. Was this one of the first songs you'd written? It was yes. the very first song that we Grab the crowd. Good tuning, though. Definitely couldn't sing that now, eh? I would never be able to sing that. Can you just take it down the octave? And put some, you know? Okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, that's enough for that for the for the time being. Um, so if we look back at that, we look back at that moment, and this was a while ago. And I look back at stuff that I did when I was in my teens, at least. Things have changed. What has what has changed for you in terms of gelling as a unit and your delivery of the song? Back then, it was mainly just rock, but we've incorporated like some jazz stuff and some funk stuff, especially with the drumming, because mm-hmm. um, our drummer has been in like jazz bands and big bands for a few years now, yep. so he's definitely learned a few skills and took them into our songs. Yeah, yeah. I think we're a lot tighter now as well, eh? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. that it's more about in the pocket. It was kind of like it feels back then. What are we going to do? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You're looking at what, what's going to happen. It's, there's not that level of being relaxed about what yeah. you're doing and, you know, getting into the groove of of it. Um, but, no, that was an absolutely stellar um, performance. What's your um, What's your experience been during Rock Quest? What have they been like for you? Um, have there been nerves? Um, has it felt better over time? How um, many have you done? Ethan, Hayden, and I have all done. We've done four. Yep. So this is our fifth rock quest this year. So 2018 would be the, the second. first. Would be the second. Yeah, we did 2017 too. So where were you at school at that point? Because it wouldn't have even been intermediate. I was in year four. Okay. So for the first one, this is 2017. Yes. Yep. Which was. A very long time ago, when I was very young. How did you meet? I know I've asked that question already, but how does that all link up school-wise? I think mainly just after school. Okay. Yeah. Same year as as Hayden. Yeah, I'm the same year as Hayden. Okay, that kind of that kind of yeah. makes sense. Okay, so you done 2017, you done 2018. What happened to you in 2018? Did you go any further than uh, the heats? Well, yeah, we most most years we've gotten to finals. Uh, so we did 2017 finals and 2018 yep. finals. Okay. So. We consistently go to finals, so that's always good. Real 20, fun. 2019? Uh, 2019, we did finals, but uh, we didn't get any further than that. Okay. Yeah. What's the feedback been 
about your performances? It was probably just to be like more relaxed and that just like makes it even more tighter because like you just know what you're doing and yeah. you, you're like not all over the place when you perform. And how do you get to that relaxed point? Before every rock quest, we would like up our practices every week, yep. maybe like two or three times, and then just to get everything very tight um, before the performance. Mm. Who are the groups or your contemporaries, at least, that you've had an eye on uh, over this time, people that you've spotted that you've thought, yeah, they're really good as well? Because we've got tremendous talent in the city. Oh, last year at uh, Rock Quest, we saw this band, a uh, single Malt A. Eh? Yeah. Mm. They were so good. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Why Why were they so good? They were so relaxed and so comfortable. And this lead singer, he was mm. so good. And he was just like all over the place. He was like yeah. with the crowd, just like really yep. so good. And yeah. like with all their energy, they were like very tight, mm-hmm. like throughout the whole song. Yeah. And it just made it even better. Because I think single Malt and Ken Ring, at least got through to the Nationals. I think they did, yeah. Is that right? But, of course, that didn't happen because of COVID. Mm. Other shows and other, other singles to play out. I haven't asked about you going off and um, seeing gigs and uh, and things, at least. Ethan, what's um, what's your first memory? What's your first um, first big gig that you, you got along to? I haven't really attended much, but I remember one time we went to this show just like at a bar or something because mm-hmm. my dad was drinking with his friends celebrating something mm-hmm. and then I was just seeing how the amazing performers on stage were just like playing their music so relaxed so tight mm. and just like going up there and performing and having fun what about you Tama? Any, uh, any big gigs? first big gig that I went to go see I, I don't remember because I was like one at the time but we went okay. to see the police in Wellington oh wow yeah reformation gig yeah. I imagine it was yeah um, it's like 2007 or something something yeah. like that um, and anything that you do remember uh, I went to go see Roger Waters in 2018 okay it was amazing they got yeah. like the Battersea Power Station in the stadium and then they had at the end they had this smoke screen and they made a prism out of lights for their cover of Dark Side of the Moon it was mm. amazing yeah okay so really that whole sort of show yeah show kind of thing, ship, yeah. which is a big thing um, I actually remember in 2015 when I went to um, John Legend and it was just mind blowing how good he was with his singing yeah. And um, I can remember, of course, All of Me, one yeah. of his most famous songs. Yeah. And that was actually the first song that I played on guitar. Mm-hmm. So, Do you play keyboard as well? Uh, yes. I played piano um, about the same time as I played guitar, okay. and I'm still playing it right now. Springs to mind Eddie Van Halen, at least, who was quite an accomplished uh, keyboard player as well as I am, as well as a guitarist. Tell me about the, the live gigs that you guys have played at least. How have they come about? What's the process been for you to actually find and get get gigs? Well, uh, I think, so his dad is our manager, so he's looking cool. around town for like bars that are doing open mics and stuff, yep. and we're just attending them. Yeah. Like it's only just very recently, like maybe like a week ago, that people have started asking us back, mm-hmm. which is really, really, really exciting. So how long are you playing for normally? It differs from like three to four songs to like maybe an hour okay. of like 12 to 15 songs. Okay. So an hour, an hour all up. 
kind of yeah kind of yeah. thing. Okay, so we're not up to the sort of like the two three hours of covers <laughs> no, kind of yeah. kind of situation. Well, come in time. And um, uh, Ethan, what's it like for you having Chantel um, out front taking over the sort of the majority of the vocal duties? Well, there's mainly ups for it because the vocals, Chantel's vocals, are just like amazing. Mm. She can hit so many notes and so many runs. Yeah. And it lets me also focus on my guitar playing too. Yeah. So then I won't have to sing as much yeah. when I play guitar. Yeah. So you're doing backing vocals yeah. uh, for some stuff. That's cool. Do you take um, lead vocals in anything that you do? There was a couple songs where I did, like, because the songs didn't really suit Chantal's voice. Mm-hmm. And it suited me more, so yeah. I just took over the lead vocals. Um. Do you feel that the vocals, or the lead vocals at least, um, may influence the direction of the song? I'm just wondering when you talk about vocal types and vocal styles, um, who would you compare Chantel to? Maybe... Who are her, um, who are her summer, oh, summer her I'm not influences? sure, but like you could maybe compare her like range-wise to like Adele. Okay. She's got such a yep. good range. Yep. yep. So real solid pop. Mm. And she, I imagine she's quite versatile. Yeah, she is. Yep. She does jazz singing at our school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But she can rock it up. Yeah. Yes, if, um, if she wants to. Um, it is time for some music. Um, and we did talk about Imagine Dragons uh, earlier. So we're going to hear Believer. Um, what's, the, uh, what's the deal with Believer? Why is this such a, such a good track? I've loved this one since I was like 10 years old. It's yeah. like, I love just, it's like one of their best ones, I think, personally. Mm. Just like how easy it is to get into and how like, you know, like, it's just, I went to go see it live too, and like, the thing that they did with it, they got the drummer up, and he's like, banging this one drum. Yeah. It's like, so cool. It's yeah. like, good memories associated with it. Fantastic. Super cool. First things first, I'ma say all the words inside my head. I'm fired up and tired of the way that things have been, oh, From a young age, taking my soak into the masses Writing my poems for the few that look at me Took at me, shook at me, feeling me Singing from heartache, from the pain Taking my message from the veins Speaking my lesson from the brain Seeing the beauty through the...
Cause you're the face of the future The blood in my veins, oh ooh, The blood in my veins, oh ooh. But they never did, ever lived Ebbing and flowing, inhibited, libited Till it broke up when it rained down It rained down like This is the Garden of Sound interview with Black Wired on Plains FM 96.9. At the end of this uh, section, we're going to be hearing uh, a new track from you guys. Um, now, it's only in demo form, uh, but it is called 30 Floors. Um, okay, so we've got Chantel on lead vocals uh, for this one. Um, tell me about how the song song came together. What was the first thing? Was it a bass drum? I think, yeah, the first thing was combo? a bass drum combo, eh, wasn't it? Because yeah. Hayden, cause I, I'd written this bass line and then Hayden put some drums to it. And I think that was how it started off. Mm. Yeah. And then after hearing it, we thought it was like a really good track. So then I added some guitar and then Chantal added some vocals and it just came together. Just like that. It's like the seventh version of this song, though, eh? Yeah. What's, what's the song about? Uh, mainly, mainly it's about like, like wanting to go over the edge kind of kind of feeling but like getting but something stopping you and just like going on and just like keep going through the days just like take every day for don't take any day for granted just keep going okay yeah kind of thing okay that's that's interesting not not jumping off that 30 floor building yeah who would you say are the um i keep asking about influences uh, cuz i have heard this track um who would you say are some of the influences that you pulled on for the for the playing of said track with the drums, particularly Hayden does like a hybrid drumming between rock and jazz drumming because yeah. he's one of the most talented jazz drummers at our school. So, like, am I picking up? Uh, maybe it's only because the interview I've done recently. Am I picking up some Stuart Copeland kind of police sort of vibes yeah. in there? Yeah, because there's yeah. a little bit of a scar thing going on there, and I was trying to work out it's on the two and the four. Um, yeah. It almost sounded like it was like it was on the one and the three for a second. Yeah. I don't know if that's the way, but um, it's um, it's pretty cool. And the guitaring, at least, I've I've talked about. Um, uh, I feel this feels like there's a bit of a, a Mark Knopfler kind yeah. of thing. Anyone else in that sort of vein? Any of that kind of like seventies, eighties um, blues rock guitarist? Um, any CDs floating around home that your dad said? Oh yeah, check this out. Probably not too many. It's just like. I just based it off people that I've listened to, yeah. like Slash and Led Zeppelin and stuff, yeah. all those songs. Yeah. And then I just kind of like created my own style with yeah. guitar. And in its demo form, I didn't pick up too much bass. No, the bass is kind of held back in this though, but yeah. it's like mainly just to be like, it's, if you notice it, it's there, but like if without it, it, was, it wouldn't work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Understated. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, how did you guys record this? Where was it recorded and in... Yeah, uh, we recorded it, it at, in my garage because we have we've like converted the garage into kind of like a small kind of studio Fantastic. thing. Yeah, yeah. So we do it there mainly. Sometimes we do it at school, but like mm -hmm. we mainly do it here because it mm -hmm. at our, my house because it's really easy. Yeah, yeah. 
that's yeah. super cool. Um, what about the um, what about the mixing engineering duties? Uh, Hayden does most of our mixing. Yeah. 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 He has a little setup at home that he takes the tracks and does. That's cool. Yeah. That's probably why the drums are quite prominent. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. That is that is very cool. I think it's probably an appropriate time to hear it. This is uh, a new track from Black Wired. Uh, still in demo form, um, but fantastic. This is Thirty Floors.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Black Wired on Plains FM 96.9. I'm with Ethan and Tama, uh, lead guitarist, bassist. Um, what's coming up for you guys? Tell me about tell me about gigs. What do you got planned? Um, we have a couple gigs um, on the 19th and the 22nd of May. Fantastic. At the Dark Room yep. and Rolling Stone. What's been your favourite venue you've played thus far? probably the dark room it's yeah, it's yeah. a really nice venue actually it's small but like it's really nice because of the small stage because like we're all close together and we can like interact a lot more yeah 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 oh that sounds pretty cool um and what about recordings um we heard um 30th floor um at the end of the last section um ep album well yeah. hopefully we should we want to release a couple more um singles hopefully in the coming months and then before the end of the year we want to do an album eh yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Okay. And so w- what do you need to do? I mean, is it going to be putting together all the stuff that you've done or is it going to be new songs? we got a couple new songs that we're writing at the moment, but I think mostly just recording the ones we've got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you talked about you're playing a blend of original uh, material and covers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so are you going to try and up the ante in, in terms of playing more original yes. music yeah. during your gigs? Yeah. Yeah, that's the goal. Who have you got in terms of? Um, I know you said that your dad is um, managing the band. Um, outside of your dad, who have you got in terms of support? Is there anyone mentoring you? Yeah, we go for vo- we go for like writing support with um, Jack Page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he helps us with like writing and lyrics and stuff like that. Yep. And we also got uh, uh, his guitar teacher. Yeah, uh, my guitar teacher, Michael Sumner. Mm-hmm. He's been with me since the start and has helped me so much with my guitar playing mm-hmm. um he's helped a lot with the band and with all the guitar parts and just has been there for all of us since yeah. the very start yeah he really has and then there's my dad that also helps with like the uh writing side of stuff like mm, yeah yeah he, he used to be a musician as well like he he comes from england so he used to be in a band called one step behind mm-hmm. which is like a madness cover so he really oh, helps yeah. us with uh yeah. writing and like performing aspects he's really helpful yeah, yeah. have you gotten to any of that kind of scar kind of thing uh i'm not i like i've heard some of it but like i'm not super duper into it like i yeah. would listen to it though yeah yeah oh, that's fantastic um guys it's been fantastic to talk to you today and absolutely wonderful to uh uh, to finally you know, meet you in the flesh after that fantastic performance back in 2018. And I'm sure there are more to come. Um, we're going to go out um, with a track that you do have on Spotify at the moment called Back Ya. Back At Ya. Back At Ya. Back At Ya. Um, uh, tell me what the song is about. It's like what Chantel told us. Well, Chantel writes the lyrics and like the meaning. So uh, she told us it's like about people who like don't mind their own business and just like annoy us okay. like kind of thing. All right, yeah. get in your face. Right yeah. Yeah? Mm. yeah. Okay. Um, not talking about anyone in particular. No, not. No, no. Very good. Just just generally. Yeah. Mm. Ethan, Tama, thank you so much for coming on Garden of Sound today. It's been awesome to have you. Thank you for having thank us. You.
Okay, it's time for my tracks of the week. First up, it's a first-time outing, at least on Spotify, for Monk Seals. They played Garden of Sound live back in 2019 when they were both sneaky and Caribbean, and they've just continued to get bigger and better each year. This is their first proper single, appropriately entitled Sex Disco. Hey, guy, this song will taste your book. Next is the incredible Emma Dilemma with her new track released today. It's fun and slightly expletive laden and it's called Temporary You. Stay with you Say 
Thanks for joining me on Garden of Sound and thanks to Ethan and Tama for coming to talk about what Black Wyatt's up to. You can head to gardenofsound.nz now to find out more. I'm Ian Turner and this has been Garden of Sound. Until next week, keep well, keep listening and keep playing. Enohorah.